listening to the White Oak Houston podcast, the official podcast of White Oak Baptist Church in Houston, Texas. White Oak exists to help people come alive to the wonder of the gospel and fully follow Jesus. For more information, please visit us online at whiteoakchurch.net. Houston podcast. Uh, This is a podcast, as always, that we put out uh, talking about different issues and questions about life, faith, and church. And uh, right now in our church, uh, we have an initiative that's going on right now. Um, We're talking a lot about community, and we're preaching a sermon series called Better Together. And um, our vision for uh, this coming semester here at our church is that every single member of our church would be in a community group. And so as always, I'm Pastor John, joined with Pastor James. And we're going to talk today Um, about one of the things that people often mention in terms of why it's tough for them to be in community. And so one of the things that people have often mentioned, and I think this is so good because I I don't feel like I've ever really heard anybody answer this question or tackle this topic, but honestly, I believe 50% at least of our church deals with this, right? So this is important. And uh, so we've entitled this The Introvert's Guide to Being in a Community Group, right? So like, I want to be in community. Like, I, I know it's probably a good thing what God wants for me, but like, I'm shy or I'm drained by people or it's hard for me to be in people. I say awkward things you know, <laughs> during the small talk time. Um, but this is going to be a great episode because, Pastor James, you are an introvert, right? It's true. And I think it's so good that God in his sovereignty um, made an introvert the leader of all of our community groups in the church. And so I think that just enables you to empathize and understand with what people are like. I'm an extrovert more so. And so, you know, for me, it's more of like I'm, I'm vibing it. Um, but for you, you're an introvert, but also I, I believe that you do enjoy groups as well. And so, uh, so we're going to talk about that, but let's start off here, man. What is an introvert? Let's try to define that first. All right. So introversion and extroversion are basically, uh, two common personality traits that were, that were developed by a guy named Carl Jung. And, uh, extroverts are people who are generally energized by being around people, than by being alone, right? So when they're, when they're with people, it's like their their battery is getting recharged. But when they're alone, it's like it's being drained, right? So uh, extroverts really like to be outgoing. They're talkative. Uh, they like to be sort of like life of the party. And they hate being alone a lot of times because it's it's boring. It's tedious. They can't feed off the energy of other people. So that's just sort of a general characteristic. Now, introverts, on the other hand, are generally energized by being alone than by being around other people, right? So when we go out, we're in large crowds our battery, our energy is being drained. We love people, you know, we always have to affirm that, but but our energy level is going down. Whereas when we're alone, we can read, we can think, we can plan, we can get into our own head. It sort of uh, re-energizes us. And so the first thing I like to say, there's really nothing wrong with being either an introvert or an extrovert. We probably all fall somewhere along that scale or maybe somewhere more toward the middle, but there's nothing wrong with being either. That, that's how God made you. That's how he designed you. And I would even say, just as a plug to introverts, that Jesus kind of exhibited some introverted tendencies. Now, John may disagree, but Jesus liked to go away from the crowds to get alone with God often, right? They'd be looking for him, you know? He, he pulled, like, the exit. Where would Jesus go? He's all by himself, you know? So Jesus understands um, the idea of, like, being alone and why that's important. That would be a great podcast. Was Jesus an introvert? So, anyway, like, what was Jesus' Meyer Briggs? You I feel know? like that's the same as saying, like, what was Jesus' like political party, you know? It's just oh, like uh, Oh, yeah. Awesome. So, uh, so obviously, so so obviously, introverts are people that are um, energized by alone time, and so it would make sense that when someone's like, "I just got off of work, I'm tired," going to community groups going to drain me more, right? I'd be more refreshed by being by myself, or I've heard just like praying by myself or something. 
Um, but the next question, man, what are some of the unique challenges for introverts when it comes to community groups? All right, so let me explain. Yeah. Let me in my introvert brothers and sisters will really relate to this. So this is from the heart, right? This here. is this this whole podcast <laughs> is deep from the heart. He's uh, on the verge of crying. You can't see it right now, but he's feeling. So this. the default question every introvert asks, uh, whether it's pretty much any event, is is it worth going to today? Right, and so whether it's community, is it worth going to community group today? And so introverts, probably unlike extroverts, always have to sort of like work themselves up. Uh, to go. And so a lot of times it, it's more of a discipline to even like mm. go to group. Whereas extroverts are like, yeah, I get to hang out with yeah. people in the church. They love it. Introverts have to get over this sort of wall that we have that say it's going to expend energy. Uh, but we mm. do find that typically once we go, once we're committed, once we're there, mm. uh, we get yeah. so much encouragement out of it. But it's at that mental wall, right? And so an introvert almost has to sort of like remind himself of how important community is. And I, and I found a really cool verse in uh, Proverbs 133, um, excuse me, Psalms 133. It said, behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. And so an introvert can see that verse and be like, man, it is a good thing to dwell with people out there. So introvert out there, uh, if you're like me, it is worth it. Community is worth it, even if it's not in the perfect form that you and I would like. Uh, God said it's good. And I think you and I know deep down that once we go, that it's definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so what would you say are some of the uh, unique strengths for introverts when it comes to groups? And so what, what kind of specifically do introverts bring that maybe more outgoing people might not? So I think, number one, introverts, at least what I've found, and I won't speak for myself, but other introverts that I've found, they make really great friends because introverts are people who are typically, they're really good at listening, right? They don't mind uh, not being the one that's like talking. And so they, they can listen to people. Um, and so the whole concept of small group is this idea of making a few deep, meaningful relationships in a world of a million shallow ones, right? And I think that really piques an introvert's interest, this idea that I don't have to have shallow relationships with a thousand people. I can have very deep relationships with a few people. And I think that just really buzzes us introverts, right? Um, in Proverbs 20, verse 5, it says, the purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding draws it out. And so mm-hmm. I think introverts have a unique uh, talent and skill and gifting to be able to draw out uh, sort of the problems and issues that are in other people, and they can like sort of speak to those things. So that's number one. I think introverts make great friends. Uh, number two, introverts make thoughtful contributions to the discussion, right? Mm-hmm. So as an introvert, you're in your head a lot, and so um, whenever it comes time to like think about the big things of life, you have something to say, right? So introverts like to think deeply about these issues during the discussion con- discussion time, and they're often able to like contribute something that's like really good whereas during the time where we're all fellowshipping you know and making small talk that's when introverts really don't know what to do and I'll speak as the number one person on that you know it can lead us to be like I'm getting really awkward here but during these deep conversations of discussion and theology and of life I really think the introvert shines yeah well one of the things I think is really important is because I've talked to a lot of introverts and they say you know they, they don't like small talk as much they like meaningful conversation and that's the whole point of a community group you know and, and I would even argue that the more you go to your group and the closer you get to everybody, you slowly eliminate the small talk and it becomes more meaningful. Yeah. You know, you don't small talk with your family as much because you're close to them. And so I think if somebody doesn't like small talk and wants meaningful conversation, then a community group is the best place for you. 
but kind of like you said, you've got to warm up to it. You've got to get to know people, and then you kind of get to the place where you can kind of eliminate some of that small talk. But I actually like small talk because I think it oftentimes interesting conversations come up. Um, and sometimes, sometimes talking about deep stuff, it's just so heavy, you know, it's, let's, let's talk about the weather, you know, please, you know, <laughs> let's talk about the rockets. But, um, so, so next question is how can others in a community group care for someone who's introverted? And I'm really inter- interested to hear this, right? Cause I, it, it, once it blows my mind that somebody's experience socially, their whole life will be different than mine. Like yeah. that when they go to a group, they feel differently than I do. And so that intrigues me. So for someone that's more outgoing, um, cause you can usually tell who's an introvert, uh, what are ways that we can kind of help them? Yeah. Um, first one I would say is consistently encourage them to come. Uh, like I said, introverts always have this default question, whether it's any event, church-related or not, or small group, is, is it worth going? Do I have enough energy going? And so I really think that um, someone who's in their group coming alongside, texting them, calling them, saying, hey, I'm looking forward to you coming tonight. I, I really, you know, I want you to come. I, I think that can go a long way for an introvert because this is that sort of that extra push to be like, I- I'm really wanted. I'm valued in this group. I, I really, I, I want to go now. I want to see this person. I want to see my friends. And so I uh-huh. think that that encouragement can help get us uh, over our sort of mental uh, hurdle. So that would be number one. Uh, number two, uh, encourage, but don't force introverts to speak up. And this hmm. is like a tough one because you know, I've been a group leader and I've been a group leader as an introvert. And I, <laughs> I know as a group leader, we're always wanting everyone to like sort of speak their piece and say something, contribute to the discussion. And a lot of times what introverts are doing is while everyone else is sort of like talking about something, whether it's a passage of the Bible or something that's going on in life, an introvert will be thinking. So they're going to yeah. be thinking about it. Uh, they're going to be drawing from sort of past experiences that they've had and different books that they've read. And, and when they do share, when they do eventually contribute to the conversation, uh, then it is something that's very meaningful. And so that's mm. that's something I'd say. Encourage, but don't force them to speak up. And also recognize that like there are going to be extroverted people in the group who may dominate the discussion. And you almost have to sort of like uh, sort of stop them and allow mm-hmm. other people to speak up because an introvert is probably not going to like dominate when someone else is already doing that. You know, yeah. so that'd be two ways there. And then lastly, uh, use time after the meeting to engage in intellectual or meaningful conversation, maybe even about something that's discussed. So this is that sort of like finding a balance between mm-hmm. small talk and what's going on versus like finding just digging into something very meaningful in life. And it doesn't have to be like theology. It doesn't have to be anything big or meaty like that, but just something that that has some substance. You know, introverts really thrive off of that. So I think especially during the free time before or after the meeting, just engaging in something meaningful uh, can go a long way for an introvert in ministering to their heart. Yeah. So lastly, as a self-professed introvert, do you have anything else you'd like to say to introverts who might be listening? Like just kind of speaking from the heart. I do. And and guys, this really is from the heart. Um, And hear me when I say this as an introvert, you need your community group and your community group needs you. Um, we need to recognize that it is a two-way street, and, and sometimes introverts feel as though they don't need anyone, right? We, we, we're an island unto ourselves. All we need is our books and our thinking and our Bible, and we're good, right? And, and that's just not true biblically. We were created for community. We were created for deep relationships, and we need other people to be looking into our life. And so uh, you need your small group, and your small group needs you. And then number two, don't think that just because you're an introvert that you wouldn't make a great leader. And I, I think, you know, I'm a case in yeah. point. I, don't, I wouldn't put myself as a great leader, but I think mm-hmm. I'm an introvert who understands the value in community, and I can lead a group. And so if you're, uh, you know, introverted, and you're thinking, man, well, I can never step up in any leadership role, whether it's in community groups or in a ministry, 
you have value and you can do that. And so don't sell yourself short. A lot of times introverts are the people who lead from a more contemplative place, right? They're more thoughtful in their actions. We don't just run forward without having a plan. So introverts often will have a good plan. And so they make really great uh, leaders. Uh, Secondly, uh, in your group, I think you could become sort of a theological grounding for your group, right? Where where everyone's sort of like talking, you're the more thoughtful one. And so you're able to jump in and say, well, the Bible says this in this place. And so I, I, I would disagree with that. And so feel free to, to root the, the group in, theologi- uh, in a good theology. And then a few more things that I think can, uh, introverts can contribute toward their group. One, you can be a prayer warrior. Uh, introverts are great people who, who like sort of can be by themselves and get alone with God. And so they can really contribute in that way. Uh, like I said, they make good sort of like friends and counselors. There are so many different gifts that I think introverts have if you just recognize the way that Christ has made you to be and not trying to be like anyone else. Just be uh, like yourself in the way Christ has made you. And I think that you'll shine whether you're an introvert uh, or an extrovert. Awesome. Well, hey, man, uh, I really appreciate you sharing these thoughts with us. And I, like I said, I can just once again affirm for you, I know this is a, comes from a very real place in your life. Mm-hmm. And I just want to affirm as well that, um, you know, because even before we were pastoring together, you know, we were in the church together in various different roles. And I just know that, you know, you, you're always, I mean, you're, you're in a lot of ways probably, I don't know if you'd consider yourself an introvert's introvert, you know, but you've al- always been really heavy in community. Like you've, you've never used that as, as an excuse not to be in community. And I know you've always been one of the guys that's been in community if it was available. And so, um, you know, I think you're a great example for a lot of people of, you know, how you can be a more thoughtful, contemplative, um, you know, not a small talking kind of person. But really, like, I mean, you're the kind of person, man, like, when you speak, people listen, you know, because they know, like, you don't just open your mouth and say stuff where it's like, I'm probably more prone to do that, you know? Like, you got to kind of filter some of my stuff, you know? Sometimes I'm just vibing it, you know? But for you, it's like people listen. And I just want to affirm, too, that, like, if you're an introvert, um, they're the people who, like, when you speak up in a group, it's, it's very profound. And you really kind of help make the experience and you guide people well, you know? I think... Um, and I think also we can make a really good team because I think like extroverts are good at like rounding up people, you know, and growing groups and like reaching out to people. And introverts, I, like you said, can make the conversation thoughtful and meaningful. And so extroverts bring like the energy, I think, a lot of times. I think introverts kind of bring a lot of the perspective, which, you know, really helps disciple people, man. So thank you so much for that. And as always, if you have any questions for us, we would love to get the questions on the podcast. Um, no question is off limits, out of bounds. Um, if it's about life, church, or the faith, we'd love to answer it. So as always, you can send those to us at info, that's I-N-F-O, at whiteoakchurch.net. But until then, um, keep walking with the Lord.